Okay, welcome everybody. We are in a series, Truth for All Time. The message today is, whatever happens to honor. I am Dr. Mary Craig. It is October 22nd, 2023. This is Mary Craig Ministries and Craig House Christian Fellowship. So we're going to begin uh, with Stephen opening us in prayer. Holy Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, whose we are and whom we serve. We thank you for the body and blood, blood sacrifice of Christ on our behalf. We thank you for his life of radical obedience, perfect personal, perpetual obedience, even to death on the cross. We thank you that he fulfilled all righteousness, even to dying to pay the penalty for sin, redeeming those for whom he died by his blood, the sacrifice of himself. We thank you he brought the reconciliation that overcomes alienation from you, that by this reconciliation we can know you as Father. We thank you that Jesus bore your wrath, bore the curse, bore the sin, and for the glory, Jesus destroyed the works of darkness, defeating Satan and his kingdom publicly. We thank you, Lord God, for those in Christ were chosen before the foundation of the world, and we are accepted in the Beloved. We thank you that Jesus died, that he was buried, that he rose again from the dead, out from among the dead, and ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of the Almighty. Jesus Christ is King of kings, Lord of lords, God the Son, Son of God, ruler over the kings of this earth, and coming again in power and great glory. We thank you for the sending of the Holy Spirit, and we ask that the Holy Spirit come as the Spirit of truth, guiding us into the truth that he come as the spirit of wisdom and revelation, revealing Jesus Christ to us and granting us wisdom for the days in which we live. We ask that the Holy Spirit open our eyes to comprehend, understand, and perceive what you have for us today. Open the eyes of our minds and open the eyes of our hearts to receive. Honor our desire to glorify you. We come before you in humility, on bended knee with our heads bowed. We pray that we be renewed in the spirit of our minds and put on the new man which was created according to you, God, in true righteousness and holiness. That you would sanctify us by your word and by your Holy Spirit. That we may open our mouths boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ with love, compassion, and grace that we might love with faith from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. Honor. What is honor? Did we cast it off in the 70s after World War II last month? A little over a hundred years ago, 
Josiah Howland declared the day's demand. I remember this was a hundred years ago. Okay, quote, God give us men. A time like this demands strong minds, great hearts, true faith, and ready hands. Men whom the rest of office does not kill. Men whom the spoils of office cannot buy, men who possess opinions and a will, men who have honor, men who will not lie, unquote. Now, my 1960, I had to go back with this. You wouldn't believe what they've done to dictionaries. My 1960 Webster's New World Dictionary has a lot to say about the meaning of the word honor, much more than some current books of quotations in my library. I couldn't even find honor listed in the capital index. I had to dig deeper, further back in the history. Today, we must include women and all people in our quotes. After all, the woman of Proverbs 31 clothes herself with honor. Proverbs 31, verse 25. <clears throat> but honor, according to Webster's, means high regard or great respect received or enjoyed. I'm going to have to cough, and I apologize. (coughs) It is connected to glory, fame, and renown, credit, a good reputation. That's not economic credit. Everybody takes money. Credit, a good reputation. People of honor have a keen sense of right and wrong, adhering to actions or principles considered right. They do the right thing even when no one sees. And no one is around. They have integrity. Honor implies purity. High rank or position, dignity. We use the word as a title of respect, as one we call judges, your honor. We give people recognition, honors, and awards. I graduated with honors from my undergrad university. That was the highest they would go. To honor someone is to esteem them, even to worship them, to exalt them, yes. We might be at a social function and be asked to, quote, do the honors, unquote, and so perform certain formal acts of courtesy. And we may be asked to be, quote, 
on your honor envelope or under an honor system in organizations or at schools. And we may go to the bank to see if the bank will honor someone's check. Whatever the case, we are talking about respect, a good reputation, a purity of honesty, integrity, and no fold in the heart. That's kind of like how the word is in original language. No fold in the heart. That's F-O-L-D-S. All right. The opposite of honor would bring before us words like disdain, scorn, contempt. Uh, if you think about a courtroom and someone disrespects the judge, they, they warn them, and, and then they do it. They say, I'm going to hold you in contempt. And then they keep on acting out, acting up, whatever. And then they hold the person in contempt. Of course, because they dishonor the judge or whatever they dishonor. Okay, other words. Criticism regarding something as worthless, placing no value on something or someone, irresponsible, etc. The opposite of honor leads to a pattern of criticism and contempt that engenders defensiveness and denial in others until they withdraw. The opposite is the Belial, or some say Belial, or some say Belial. But we're talking about mocking, making fun of someone, messing with their mind, belittling, spoiling. Mencken says, quote, the difference between a moral man and a man of honor is that the latter regrets a discreditable act, even when it has worked and he has not been caught. Um, in his book, The Power Principle, Blaine Lee states, page 119, quote, if you live with fear, you will make choices based on what you want to avoid. If you live with fairness, you will choose based on what you want to get. If you live with honor, your choices are based on what you value most. On page 120, he gives us ten basic principles which honorable people incorporate into their character. Things like this. Persuasion, patience, gentleness, teachability, acceptance, kindness, knowledge, discipline, consistency, integrity. Does that remind you of 
of the fruit of the Spirit listed in Galatians 5. <laughs> God calls us to be people of honor, honorable, honoring others. To honor is to hold in high esteem, to regard, to respect, to prefer, to praise, to uphold, to give priority to count as worthwhile, to cherish, to conform to what is right, to accept personal responsibility for one's thoughts, words, and actions. Honor values people over problems, commitment over contempt, what can be over opinions, a completely framed puzzle over a pile of puzzle pieces, matching thoughts, words, and these, quote, buying you over buying it. Honor becomes a vital part of a relationship. When we fail, to heed the admonition of Philippians 4, 8. To think on those things that are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and worthy of praise. We become critical, dishonorable. Our criticism becomes as we lose the blindness of love and begin seeing flaws. Lamentations 1, verse 8. Criticism, born out of a critical spirit, do not edify or minister grace to the hearers. 1 Corinthians 12, 26. Ephesians 4, 28. We're not to have any corrupt communication coming out of our mouth but only that which is good for the use of edifying, that we may, the idea is to build somebody else up or minister of grace, thereby causing the word to become fiery dark when we don't edify. Um, the words become fiery dark against which one must become defensive, Ephesians 6. As the pattern continues, criticism and defensiveness leads to contempt, disdain, and scorn. With that, all honor, all respect is gone. The once defensive person who may now deny every judgment will withdraw first spiritually, then emotionally, then physically. When we fail to honor the honorable with impoverished souls, uh, we impoverish souls and cause people to dry up with thirst. Isaiah Five, verse 13. Now here's an important point, I think. 
um, for us to really think about. Love covers a multitude of sins. First Peter 4 God's love covers a multitude of sins. Without that covering of love, relationship is destroyed. It happens with people. It happens with God. Meaning, God's love covers a multitude of sins. And love, too, must be sincere. Without hypocrisy, honest, pure, without folds in the heart. Without a lie. That love will manifest in a relationship of mutual honor with each respecting, cherishing, exalting, praising, and preferring the other. See, this happens in the infatuation point of a relationship. (laughs) But with God, it continues because God's love is without a lie. Romans 12, 10 says, Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love in honor Preferring one another. The best place to learn relationship and honor is with the Godhead, whose love pours into us and keeps on covering our sins, healing our wounds, binding up our broken hearts, and filling our spiritual and emotional reservoir with the water of life. As we come to God honestly, humbly, purely, confessing those things where we are out of order, out of source, out of alignment with Him and His Word, Jesus comes to water our soul with His words of spirit and life. He comes to bring light and water and air into the soil of our soul. The hummus, H-U-M-U-S, of our being. That, that word there, by the way, you can see um, it's like for ground and we get humility and humble and all these words. We're not talking about the food. We're talking about the ground of our being. That he might bring forth blooms of beauty. God's love turns the arid and dry area and waste places in a fruitful field, greening and pruning us into honorable, living masterpieces of His creative art. As we give God the first and the best, 
He will give us the first and the best. All right, and now we have Stephen read you a list of scriptures. Isaiah 43, verse 4 says, Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honorable, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Surely we read words of truth in 1 Chronicles 16, verses 27 to 29, and chapter 29, verse 12. Glory and honor are in his presence. Strength and gladness are in his place. Given to the Lord, glory and strength. Given to the Lord, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. <clears throat> Both riches and honor come of you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might, and in your hand it is to make to make great and to give strength unto all for uh okay every true believer can honor god and others by adhering to the following values and i have a list here of okay get those papers back 17 Okay, so every true believer can honor God and others by adhering to the following values. Number one, esteem God with reverent fear. Psalm 15, 4. Psalm 111. Hebrews eleven twenty six. Number two, and then we can say value number two. Because um, it was it by adhering to the following values. This is every true believer can honor God and others by adhering to the following values. So value number two: have regard to the poor, showing mercy. Proverbs fourteen thirty one. Value three: okay. um, praise God with your mouth, from your heart. Daniel 4.34, Psalm 66.2, Psalm 71.8, Matthew 15.8, Mark 7.6. Number four, give priority to the Son as to the Father and to the Holy Spirit. John 5.23. Five, regard reproof and receive instruction. Proverbs 13.18. Six, count as worthwhile the giving of tithes and offerings, sacrifices, service, work. Proverbs 27.18, Isaiah 43.23, 1 Samuel 2.29, John 12.26. Seven, render to all their dues. Romans 13.7, 1 Corinthians 12.26, 1 Peter 2.17. Eight, Respect the elderly and those in positions of authority. Lamentations 4.16, Isaiah 17.7, 1 Samuel 9.6, 
1 Chronicles 11.21, Exodus 20.12, Leviticus 19.32, Matthew 15.4, Ephesians 6.2, 1 Timothy 5.3, 1 Timothy 5.17, 1 Timothy 6.1, 1 Peter 2.17. Number nine, respect God's commandments. Psalm 119, verse 6, uh, Psalm 15, Psalm 117, I believe, unless those are verses. Maybe that is uh, Psalm 119, verse 6, 15, and 117. Isaiah 42, 21. Number 10, cherish the relationship that is... Those would have been verses, right? Because Psalm 119, and then you would go in order. Verse 6, verse 15, verse 117. So those were the verses, right? Okay. And now jumping to number 10. Cherish the relationship that is marriage. Esther 120, Ephesians 5, 1 Peter 3, 7, Hebrews 13, 4, Revelation 19, 7. Number 11. Exalt wisdom. Proverbs 4, verse 8. Okay, and these are the value number 12. Conform to righteous, uh, conform to rightness. Okay, Deuteronomy 26.19, Proverbs 21.21, Romans 2.7, 2 Timothy 2.21. Okay, value 13, accept personal responsibilities. Proverbs 25.2, Ecclesiastes 10.1, 1 Thessalonians 4.4. 4. Number 14, keep the Sabbath, a day of rest, holy. Isaiah 58, 13, Exodus 28 through 11. 15, cease from strife, Proverbs 20, verse 3. 16, prefer others in selflessness, Romans 12, 10, Philippians 2, 2 Chronicles 1, verse 11. And 17 of 17, uh, of the values extol Christ, Revelation 4, 9, and 11, uh, Revelation 5, verse 12 and 13, chapter 7, verse 12, and chapter 19, verses 1 and 7. You want to keep going? Okay. I call all of us to repent and return to a determination to be persons of honor. I have written a scripture prayer entitled, quote, A Prayer to Be a Person of Honor, quote. It is in Prayers 3. It is available on www.marycraig.org in the free book section, and can be downloaded, printed, and or used online free. Of course, I'm reading this from my mother. She's the one that <laughs> did it there. Okay, God the Father sent His Son, Jesus Christ, on a mission with a message. He was sent by the Father to save a people by fulfilling all righteousness in their behalf, dying to pay the penalty for sin justly deserved because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God in accomplishing everything necessary and sufficient for salvation. What Jesus accomplished in 
and by his atoning work was accepted by the Father. Jesus rose from the dead the third day as he said he would. The Holy Spirit applies what Jesus has accomplished in the new covenant by the sacrifice of himself. Jesus had no personal sin. He accomplished redemption, reconciliation with the living God, propitiation of the wrath of God, the destruction of the kingdom of darkness, and the forgiveness and removal of the liability and guilt of sin. When a person acknowledges he or she is a sinner, missing the mark, and sees, comprehends, and perceives he cannot save himself, nor can salvation be earned, he or she can pray from the depths of the heart to be forgiven and granted repentance unto life. We ask Jesus Christ to come into our hearts to dwell there. We give him our very lives. We thank him. He is worthy. We thank him for giving us eternal life. And then we follow the Lamb wherever he goes. Finally, it takes the grace of God to be all that he desires us to be. We begin by honoring him, the outflow of that the outflow of that being a move to honoring the work of his hands. As dignity is restored, we will truly become vessels of honor, fit for the master's use. Now this is Revelation four verse eleven. Worthy are you our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and came to be. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth, and under the earth, and in the sea, and all that is in them, saying, To him who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb, be praise, and honor, and glory, and power forever and ever. That was Revelation 5, 11 to 13. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Okay, um, let's pray. Father God, we come to you and we honor you. We want to honor you and ask you to help us do that. Grant us a grace, O Lord, to remember the Lord our God and to honor you and have respect unto you, Lord, and to show respect, show respect to you 
when we speak, when we pray, when we make our appeals, the way we talk to you, the way we behave, because we are witnesses. Our lives are a witness. Our choices are a witness. And you, Lord Jesus, have said, um, if you love me, and that's a whenever, whenever you love me, if you love me, keep my commandments. Because the commandment is life. And Lord, whatever you command, you grant us the grace and the ability to obey that command. And Lord, so your commandments turn into like a promise. You will go here or there. And you will. And let us have faith. Let us believe. Oh God. And be people of honor. Not like wedding dresses that are so fragile and handed down from one generation to the next that they get used, well, only once. Or, I don't know, <laughs> but we'll say only once. And, and then they get put back in their box until there's another wedding. Um, and hand it down. And that's nice, but let's be people of honor that are not just the other fancy glasses that we, glassware that we take out when we have a celebration, a big time celebration, and we want our fancy glasses. We don't want plastic glasses, and we don't want bottles of water, you know, that type of thing, plastic. For those occasions, let's not be that. But Lord, I think most everybody has a favorite glass, or maybe it's a set of glassware, and we use it over and over so that it's used, washed, clean, maybe put back on the shelf, but not for very long. It's going to be used and washed and cleaned and the cycle will keep going day after day after day. That's a vessel of honor. And so, Lord, please help us to be vessels of honor, Lord, and to always remember that 
you are God, holy and sovereign, and you have things under control. Show not the judge of all the earth to do right. And we give you the praise. And we give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And now if you would please stand for the benediction. Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Now may the God of the peace who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.